You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll take a glass together and we will lift it to the good life and as we're lifting it we will most sincerely say we'll take a glass together this is equity one broadway's happy hour pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life theater and everything in between i'm elliot maddox and i'm caleb dickey join us for your equity one Okay, cheers, cheers. everyone. Cheers. Welcome. Cheers. Welcome to this week's episode of Equity One. Uh, we have with us our special guests from Broadway's Disney's Frozen. It <laughs> <laughs> belongs to them all. <laughs> we have Tim Hughes and Alicia Albright with Ooh. us. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. Thanks so for having good. us. Thanks yes, for thank spending you your it. day off with us. Oh, so relaxing. On this snowy day, how appropriate. Snowy, <laughs> snowy spring day. Disney Horrible. really wants it to snow constantly. I know, I feel like yeah. you guys brought it. Yeah. It's great for sales, but I'm over it. <laughs> yes. Me too. I to be honest. the snow was the worst this morning than it has for the last three nor'easters, but then it's melted right now. It melted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it was 60 degrees yesterday, so um, obviously the ground was too hot, and so thank God. (laughs) Thank goodness, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I woke up and was shocked at how much snow there was. Yeah, me too. I completely forgot that it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And then walked out and was like, what? Mm -hmm. And now it's over. Now it's over. Yeah, and now it's just wet. Yeah. And kind of cold. It's like half cold. It's, again, it's like, actually, the sun was coming up, like, when I was coming here. Yeah. It Just makes no sense. Feeling like spring a little bit. How many nor'easters have we had? This was sixteen thousand. <laughs> I believe every. Yeah. I, I was like, really? Ten. We've had like. <laughs> Just another one. I feel like there's at least like four. three or four. I think we've had four. If you call this one a nor'easter. The opening yeah. night one was epic. Yeah, that was. And my I'm, my parents live in Hawaii. Uh huh. And they came for opening night, which was super special. But they were also like, "What are we gonna do?" Yeah. Like. They're not very good in the snow. My dad's not very good walking anyways. <laughs> sure. So it was a big deal. It was like, yeah. is he going to slip? Do you think he's going to slip? Is he going to oh, slip? No. And I was like, well, I hope not. <sighs> so luckily he didn't. And they did very, and he looked very good. handsome in his tux. Yeah. But well, I'm glad they got, they got in. And they got in just in time. Just in time. That's good. They had to switch their flights. So they got in early. What is a flight from Hawaii to New York Lake? It's like time-wise? Yeah, like do you stop at LAX and then come? Or anything? You can do that or it's, you can get a direct flight. It's oh, like really? 10 hours, 10 11 hours, which is no. not bad. Yeah. I've been traveling a lot in the last couple of years. So I'm what like, do you mean hey, that's not bad? It's not bad. 
That's horrible. You sleep. You <laughs> sleep oh, yeah, most of it, right? Well, when I've, I've been, lately I go to like Australia and Bali and Thailand a lot, so that's so much more flying. Oh, right. That, yeah. I, that I, a lot of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> in the last two years I've gone a couple times, and mm-hmm. those are some epic flights. So that's True. why I'm like, 10 hours is not that bad. Comparatively. Yeah. Comparative to like mm-hmm. a full day of travel. To get to <laughs> a different day. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think would be, would be the thing that messes me up the most. My boyfriend is in Germany right now. Because um, he's about to like sail on, get, go on a ship. Oh yeah. So like they're like teching their show in Germany at the moment, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very confusing. Yes. <laughs> the time difference. I did this. Um, a friend. I was in a blog post from a friend that I went on this retreat. The reason I went to Bali was I went on this retreat that was like self empowerment. It was yoga and surfing and meditation and life purpose and tension setting. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what do you want with from your life? Like really. And the amazing thing was I went two years ago, and you end up writing this. They call it a bucket list, which is your five-year bucket list. Oh. Sorry. Oh. And, um, no, it's been explicit. So mm-hmm. Okay, great. But two years ago, I declared that I wanted to originate a Broadway show. I get, like, emotional. Yes. Sometimes. And then two years, a year later, I booked it. Mm-hmm. And then two years later, it opened. Wow. In the same month wow. that I declared it. Yeah. Two years ago. Which is really amazing. And I hadn't re- really realized the synchronicity. And also another man who was on the retreat with me, who lives in Australia... Um, had a declared a dream of like starting his own company and he's he's blowing up he talked to the UN he's you know mm-hmm. and on the same day but it was a different day it was March 23rd and it was March 22nd but it ends up being the same day because it's Australia oh, wow. and the States we both achieved dreams that we set out to do two years ago which is so wow. crazy yeah. but like I think declaring it and writing it down and, and you make this like kind of like um, a, a vision, vision board, board yeah. of sorts mm-hmm. of this like bucket list you have and then you see them happening like, mm-hmm. so many things I declared happened, and then I got even more clear and was like, it's going to be frozen. And then it was. You know, but, like, to be, like, the same month that two years ago I declared that it would happen, yeah. it did. Was Is it the first time you... you originated. Originated? Oh, my God. Yeah. It wasn't my debut because I did Wicked, but I'd been doing Wicked for years before I mm-hmm. did it on Broadway. Yeah. So I've never had this experience of originating mm. a show, and it's... I always wanted it. I always wanted all the craziness, all the things, and... Then it happens. That's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. so cool. It's funny because I know that for the most part, I'll only originate. Because mm-hmm. I'm such a specific puzzle piece mm-hmm. that I knew going into my career. And I was like, okay, I, I have to get in on the groundwork. Yeah. I have to get in when the puzzle is being made. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll never fit the costumes. I'll never go in. I mean, I say that now, but it, it more than likely, it's more difficult for me to go in to replace somebody because I'm such a physical... Was that ever frustrating in your career? Um, yeah, I mean, it makes it or breaks it. So, yeah. like, when it's when it works, it's great, and I get the job. And when it doesn't, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I've been working, I feel like I feel like it's been great. Yeah. 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 There's not much you can change, though, about being six foot million. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's not, like, much ham to let out in most of those pants. No. True. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just always wear one of those, like... Knickers. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you, for those yes, of you, these are my knee-high like Broadway socks. <laughs> Your pants are short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my pants are like underwear. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Tim is very tall. Oh, <laughs> this yeah. is an audio yes. medium, so it's funny watching you walk around my apartment because it's just like a nice little tiny apartment. <laughs> and he's just like he barely fits in the doors. How tall are you? Funny. For the, well, for the world. For the, for the for record, the record, okay, I'm 6'7", but <laughs> I've never been able to actually say 6'7", because the only person that has ever, the only um, benchmark for that marker is Tommy Toon. So if I come into a room and my resume says 6'7", 
they're like, oh, well, he can only play things that Tommy Toon plays. Oh, wow. And especially, like, when I was going in for the ensemble, it read too tall. Yeah. So I always try to say lower. 6'6", six, six, or like 6'5"? Six, uh-huh. I would say 6'6". Six, six. Um, I mean, a couple years ago, I probably would say 6'5". And <laughs> then, and then I got like a little bit more honest and a little bit more honest. And then I was going in for The Greatest Showman, and they wanted me to be as tall as possible. And I was like, I'm 6'7". I'm like, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> come like, on. Yeah, 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 I'm 6'7". Yeah. 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 yeah, and then that happened, and then, and then Frozen happened right after it. Yeah. And as a part, when they want you to be as tall as possible, yeah. it really works in your favor. Yes. Um, so now I don't have to... You're so statuesque in the show. Thanks, mm. thanks. Now I don't have to uh, adjust it anymore. Whereas I used to be like, I'm five, oh, like barely five three, and I used to be like, I am five three and a half. Oh my god, yeah. Yes. In heels. My yeah, favorite yeah, is yeah, yeah, when they're like going down the line and, and people are like six one and a half. And like, like no one five, ten and a half, and I'm like no. six six. Like I'm never gonna attempt to that. So funny what we do. Remember when you start out, you know, you're like, they're like, do you tumble? And even if you don't, you're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then later well, as you get older, you're like, do I want to do that age? Never. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, or I like don't. the first four people say yes, and then you know that they're not doing it right away, and you're like. Yes, <laughs> I do too. Uh, <laughs> but at the end, they're like, "Wait, everyone who said yes, let's stay and <laughs> For do it." Sure. Right? I'm grabbing it. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't. I would never say yes. <laughs> I don't even do like a kip up. Like I don't want. Don't to do, do any of it. <laughs> you don't tumble. Mm-mm. Not I swear one bit. You tumble. Mm-mm. Huh. Do you? Um, That's problem. I, I do a car. Oh, I do a car wheel and I do a round off. Beautifully. Yeah. But that's not tumbling. You also, yeah, you dance your butt off and you can do a mean switch. Thank you. I bet you could tumble. I bet you can learn easily. I don't want to learn. Yeah, probably not now. I have to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's true. I don't want to yeah. do it. That hurts people. But now kids these days, I judge the dance competition and everyone is tumbling. Like, oh my God. And also the contortion stuff. We didn't do that when I was growing up. Mm-mm. And I've gone to some and judge some that I'm like, you're back. You're gonna be a physical therapist like that. Yeah, you do those knee falls, and I'm always like, your knee, and stop. stop. Do you think that's the uh, so you think you can dance Mm -hmm. um, downside? I think it's bad choreographers who don't know how to tell stories through dance. Amen. I know that got really deep right there, but but I think it is like a part of its flashiness and entertainment value. But at your competition, do you get points for that? You're technically supposed once you do over three passes, it's supposed to be an Afro piece. Yeah. So I've said that, I'm like, okay, honey, we've done five passes and they're all the same thing. I think we can think of some more compelling choreography to incorporate instead of doing But you this. can do yeah. three within a regular dance. Yes, yeah. before it becomes an acro piece. Huh. I find that, like, when I was growing up, I always just wanted to tell the story. Yeah, I just want like, to tell the story. Dance. I want to tell the story through dance, and I don't want to have to, like, be flashy. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think so many kids think good dancing is tricks. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It's quality of movement. It's, like... Um, how you link the movement together is how you tell the story. Oh god, I got zero tricks. I got zero tricks and I can dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. I can pop them up. Thanks yeah. for my trick. I'd be like, oh yeah? I can pop them up. <laughs> my trick is, I'm 6'7 and I'm dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Take that trick. You're welcome. You're, yeah, welcome. Literally. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, eat it, as they say. <laughs> Hello. It's right in front of you. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Uh, well, we'd like to start the podcast off by um, having our guests tell our listeners a little bit about how they grew up, what first got them like interested in theater, and a little bit of like their journey to the city. So, Alicia, do you want to start? Okay. Um, my name is Alicia. <laughs> 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 Here you know. Um, 
I'm from California, but I was born in Texas. But um, I always danced. I danced since I was a little girl. And I did a little bit of everything. I was in the marching band. I was in the choir. I was on the dance team. I was in the plays. I was in, as the token white girl in the hip-hop group. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. But I always did everything. And, um, and at first I wanted to be a paleontologist when I was super little because I was obsessed with dinosaurs. <laughs> and then I was like, just kidding. And my parents are scientists, so they're like, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like one for the team. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, I want to dance. Never mind. Yeah. And, um, but I remember doing, when I really realized I wanted to dance was um, I missed too many ballet classes because of the dance team at, in high school. And they didn't move me up a level in ballet. And it was the only time in my life I didn't dance at the studio. Mm-hmm. And I was also like a little fat girl. And I would go to, I would go and wear sweatshirts to ballet class and like have, like be like puff lump like, <laughs> and I wanted to tell the story and oh, like, yeah. and just like, I never got, I was not the best. I was not one of those like child prodigies, but I loved it. But especially not doing it, I was like 14, made me realize how much I wanted to do it. So then when I went back into like proper dance dance, it was different. But I'm the only one from my studio who still dances and has done any, wow. like, you know, and, and it's like, I'm always like one for the underdog. That's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so I always just loved it so much and so passionate about it that I worked super hard. And then I went to UC Irvine and um, was a dance major and danced in Donald McHale's dance company. So I used to want to be a modern dancer. And, um, but they also, they didn't have a musical theater major, but they had an honors program and I was a double with drama and they had a New York satellite program because New York was the dream. It was a little too far away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went there because it was beach. Newport, it was near Newport Beach. And mm-hmm. then you could also have this New York experience mm-hmm. that was safe. And, yeah. And uh, so I did that. And now I'm on faculty. And I actually just oh, taught them cool. last week. So cool. And whenever they're in town. And and I've incorporated like stuff. But the beautiful thing is they've allowed me. I'm also a yoga teacher and I, a self-empowerment teacher. And I'm really passionate about helping people in their journey to be their best selves. And they've allowed me to bring this in. I'd start the program and end the program. And we do this whole system of like, what do you want to create in your month here? Let's be really intentional about it. Yeah. And then we recap at the end. And it's very special. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, so, but then I came to New York. And um, my first job was Jesus Christ Superstar hey. uh, in Europe. And my flight here, ironically, was September 12th, 2001. Oh, my gosh. So it obviously didn't happen. But oh, that's wow. when I was supposed to move here. And uh, it was always such a dream. I, I think my parents must have been terrified, but I moved here on September 17th. The first day flights were available, I still wow. came. And was like, if I can make it now, then... Yeah. You know? And it was a very special time to be here. It was very sad, but special. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But then I've been in and out. I did Superstar and a lot of a lot of regional stuff. But always like worked and then didn't work and then worked and then didn't work. And... For me, I think my path has been, I've always had to work hard to get there. I didn't get, I got wicked at, oh gosh, I don't know if I should say my age. <laughs> I don't care. It's a safe space. At 30, and then didn't get a Broadway until I was 32, and now I didn't get an original company, I'm 39. And uh, so it's like, and I had, and I went through phases after Wicked, I left, I was in Wicked for a long time. as a dance captain swing, and then I just, I, I left and I got a little lost and didn't know what I wanted anymore, and I lost my passion a little bit because as beautiful as this job is, sometimes it's hard, and it can steal your joy if you allow it to, mm-hmm. you know? And it's on us that we allow it. I allowed it to do that, it's on me. So I went through a huge journey finding myself again, which is why I went to this Bali trip that I went on. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, 
And then all these dreams that I thought had passed me by and I had let go came into my life. And uh, and now it's like life has taken a turn this way that I'm honored to be a part of Frozen and and who knows what the future may bring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but it was like this journey of like beautiful moments and then really sad moments and and um, but it was so I appreciate it more because I really didn't think it was going to happen and I was okay with that, mm -hmm. you know. And so then when it did, it was just like, well, gee, <laughs> yeah. isn't life wonderful yeah. that you didn't it can, know. It can be, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. So, and if it hadn't, it would have been okay too. Mm -hmm. So, was what I, the biggest thing I learned that it's just about being happy and doing, but in this journey I took after leaving Wicked and being lost, the most surprising thing was my love of dance came back without attachment of what it looked like. So I finally was like, I don't have to be paid to be a dancer. I will be a dancer. I get emotional in my till the day I die. I love it so much. All I want to do is tell stories through movement, even if it's just in dance class. So then it, was, it freed me. Mm -hmm. So I was a totally different person when I did go to auditions because I was like, I just want to share my life. Mm -hmm. And then everything changed. Yeah. And I forget still, when I tap into that, I teach yoga to kids and I mm -hmm. tell them to sit tall and we turn on our heart light. We tap mm -hmm. our chest in the middle. And I've had moments, I work a lot at Transcendence Theater Company when I, it was the first time I felt like my soul was seen on stage, like my heart. And so when I was auditioning for Frozen, I remember thinking, turn on your heart light. And I would go tap my heart light. And I'd like, amazing. You, but I was like, uh -huh. if you can dance from that space, it doesn't matter what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wouldn't have attachment because I was like, I got to express myself from my soul today. And that's all I want to do in my life. So it doesn't matter if you liked me or not. And then it kept going better. And there was one day that I didn't tap my heart light and I did really bad, I felt. And I thought I got cut. And I called my, my manager and was like, I think they cut me because I didn't tap my heart light. <laughs> and he was like, you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to, I got it. So. Yeah. <laughs> but but for me, those little things, and like, I get caught up, and we get caught up in our ego, and like, totally. I'm a swing, and so that puts me through it sometimes some self doubt, or, but at the same time, I'm like, I also set the intention when I got a part of Frozen, I was like, I just want to be part of it. I don't need to be a star, I don't need to be overly acknowledged. I just want to be a part of this experience, and I want to share my light with the people in the cast, with the people who watch it, with little girls who come. Like, I just want to share that experience and, and share that joy mm -hmm. and when I remember that that was my intention then it doesn't matter what mm. I'm doing in the production you know what I mean yeah mm -hmm. totally mm -hmm. and then it, and then like grounds me of like I'm where I'm supposed to be it's all good yeah that went like so many places yeah. no I mean that's what it, that's what it's like that's what that question is it's like when you especially when I think you think back to like how things began for you then it like you it, you, it reinstates like what like our why, kind of like why we got started mm -hmm. and why we do what we do and like it's a good like reminder to say it out loud to ourselves. RuPaul always says that. She says, when I say affirmations, I'm not saying them for anyone else, I'm saying them for me. No. Yeah. If they help yeah. other people, that's yeah. great. But yeah. Well, that's exactly like in in me being lost, it, the company I'm starting is called the Feed Your Soul Project and I have the necklace on right now. That I always wear it. It says it. Because I realized there was negative times I got even, I was in a Broadway show, I was in Wicked and it was amazing, whatever, but people were so negative. And, and, and I was like, and the, certain people would come in the creative team and it would just be such a negative space. And I was like, but I finally saw through the stuff and I was like, they're not happy inside. Their soul mm -hmm. is not fed. If your soul is fed, the world arrives differently to you. Sure. And if people could function that way, our whole lives would be different. You have to give back to yourself first and fill yourself up so that you have more to give back and you see the world in a different way. So it was like me starting that process. And, and I share these affirmations every day, and, but it's because I need to hear it. Yeah. 
And, like, I wanted to start it because I needed it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was lost. So I was like, if I'm lost, maybe I'll just share things that, I want to share things that have helped me. And if someone else attaches to, or likes that, that's great. Mm-hmm. If not, that's great, too. Yeah. There's no yeah. attachment to it. And then I feel like it, it's authentic, and it does attack. You do feel it. Like, if RuPaul, you, she says it, and you're like, work. Yeah. But it even means more because she needed to hear it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And I think it makes a huge, yeah, a huge difference. I had something else I want to say, but I forgot. <laughs> well, luckily, RuPaul's podcast is so good. A religion. It's part it's of why it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's part of what inspired this. us to do this because yeah. I just loved hearing like Ru and Michelle talk to each other. Yeah, about their lives, things that are happening. Talk to other people with like different. Even though Michelle gets ninety five percent of musical theater facts wrong. Wrong. It's adorable. <laughs> she loves though. She's like she loves Michelle. It. Who? Massage. Massage. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen. I haven't it's like a really Yeah, yeah. It's I know. It's it's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Give <laughs> me an example. She oh my loves, god. Um, Shane Jackson. There was a whole episode with him. Right? Yeah, they love. She loves to like queen out. Their favorite show right now is something rotten. They just love something rotten. <laughs> I can't. Nothing comes to mind that she's made a mistake about, but I'm like. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just little things. Like it's funny. It's fun listening to her uh, to her talk about it. I'm like, oh, Michelle, you mean well. <laughs> she's a she's 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 a good good fam member. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's she loves us. Mm-hmm. Even though she doesn't necessarily get all the facts right all the time. <laughs> but if you're friends with RuPaul, I can't imagine. She like, supports the Ru yeah. Ru can't remember her own name. So it's like, it's, <laughs> oh yeah, the listening to the podcast is hilarious. They. She can never remember anything except like who produced, who was like the third producer on like Diana Ross's unreleased single. Yeah. Like, like she knows like <laughs> really random yeah. stuff, but can't remember like Michelle's kids' names. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> she does not. It's crazy. <laughs> Tim, what about you? What uh, um, I'm from outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm the youngest of four. Um, I have. My older sister is the oldest, and then two brothers, and then me. And, um, so you're the baby. You're the I'm the baby, baby. yeah. So I kind of. Are you the shortest one out of all the four? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually. Like, yeah, my, brothers, my brothers and I are, are basically even. Um, yeah, I, can, I think I have them both be by like maybe an inch. And my sister is about six feet. She's tall. Your, How mom, tall your mom was 5'3. Just no, no, no. <laughs> my dad was 6'8, and my mom is, is, I think she says 5'8, five, 5'9 five, now. Wow. Yeah, so so tall family. Tall family. Mm-hmm. And the men, like my uncles on my mom's side, were tall, so mm-hmm. there was no option. Right, like, we, were, we, were, we were all just going to be tall. <laughs> um, so like the expectation was to play sports. Like the first yeah. thing people always yeah. ask me is like, "Do you play basketball?" And then like, like I just did a Broadway show. Like literally, yeah, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna ask no. me that. <laughs> 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 like, ask you like, yeah, like even even after seeing me perform, they're like, "Do you play basketball?" And like, wh- when? You're like for fun, like at the gym. What are yeah, you talking I don't, about? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> anyway, so um, I grew up with, like a he- healthy balance of like playing sports playing and basketball. Playing, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I actually I did. Yeah, I did. Well, you know, my, my dad had played in college <clears throat> and. Um, my mother, like, grew up do- doing more musical stuff, so she was always singing, was a part of, like, a little girl's group. The Kim Larks from Kimberly, Wisconsin. I think that was what they were oh, called. Yeah, Kimberly, yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, at, at Kimberly Clark, all the paper products. Do you know, like, like in, next time you're in a next time you're in a stall and you see like the toilet oh. paper holder, oh, oh, yeah. it says Kimberly Clark. Wait, yes. It's like paper products from Kimberly, Wisconsin. 
that how funny. Yeah. You learned something. Thank you, Tim. You're welcome. All the trees there, right? I yeah. yeah. And they have, <laughs> and like the the paper factory makes certain towns stink like horribly. Really? Like Connor, yeah, Wisconsin. Just like a mill. I mean, it's, it's a like, mill. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. That my grandfather worked in. Um, anyway, so I grew up with like a healthy balance of sports and, and theater, and then um, when I got to high school, I was like. Eh, the musical is the same season as the basketball season, so I had to decide. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to do um, theater. I, I just had a, a passion for it, and I didn't. I never really like loved the competition of sports. I never really sure. liked practice. I despised it actually. I hated it. Mm-hmm. But it just like was the default of what my brothers did, and and I grew up. I remember really young, like my first memory of. Um, theater was seeing my sister in her middle school production of A Sound of Music. Um, you live bit like, I can do that? I was like, I want to do that. Uh-huh. And so I, I always had, and she, you know, she was into theater and very musical, so she was a little bit of like, the let's dress you up and, and we'll do performances. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, when I was, there's a story that like, when I was three, there was a family talent show that she had choreographed me doing a full-on Billie Jean with, like, a puffy vest and, like, yeah. one love. I thought I would die to Yeah, I think I won. I mean, I'm, for the record. I hope so. Cousin Katie, like, I know your Vogue was, or Material Girl was, like, really amazing. <laughs> yes. but, but honestly, like, Sorry, suck it, Cousin Katie. Look, <laughs> look where you are now, you know what I mean? Yeah, well. Maybe yeah. you didn't win, and then you're like, Yeah, that was I'll my motivation. show you. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta... Yeah. So as like as I went through high school, I I was doing mostly um, theater, and I and I loved it, but I never really knew how I was going to compare. So I I only auditioned for NYU and Michigan, and I and I applied for the business school at UW Madison, Mm -hmm. and I got into Madison like within two weeks, and I was like, okay, well maybe that's like a sign that that I meant to to go there, Mm -hmm. and. Um, I ended up being waitlisted at Michigan, and then I was accepted at NYU. And and I remember thinking like, this is a this is a lot. Like mm-hmm. for a, an eighteen year old to kind of just move to New York. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. and there's not much of a campus. It's just the city. Yeah. That's how I um, yeah. And I could not have made a better decision. Like it was. It, I always say like it wasn't. It's not for everybody. NYU mm-hmm. is not for everybody, but it was definitely for me. And the program and um, the the Tisch program at the time was definitely for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I came. I was like dropped off in Union Square, like eighteen. Um, and I wouldn't be very nice. I couldn't do it. No. It's not for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And and because I had such an investment in, um, and my dad had passed away right before I went to college, so financially. I was way more invested in paying for my own education than I initially had planned on, mm-hmm. and, and then a majority of people at that school, because it, there's a lot of very well-off yeah. students at that school, and I came from a very um, stable family environment, but by no means was like I getting a, was sure. there a check coming in to pay for all of my tuition. Right. So I worked really hard. Like I, I, did you have a scholarship or did you have a job job? I had, I had a scholarship um, from school and I, ha- I basically had, I had three other recurring scholarships that I had applied for and one at home. That's amazing. And then I, my first year I had like six or seven additional scholarships on top of that. Wow. So You're I had... a scholarship <clears throat> king. I applied for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I went for it, you know, and there was a card, there was a very dramatic card to play. Like not that I like yeah. really... Mm-hmm. But I was 
I'm sure you like understand this. Mm-hmm. It puts life into a context when you lose a parent mm-hmm. in a horrible context at first, and then you learn to be very grateful for this newfound context because you appreciate what's really important. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it becomes very clear very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, had, I knew that an education was really important. I knew that this is what I wanted to do, and I, and I felt very focused in my, and very driven in that, in that um, dream. So I ended up at NYU, um, and I knew that I didn't want to audition and, and drop out, so I wanted to get the degree if I was going to be financially paying as much uh-huh. as I was going to be paying. So I graduated, and, um, and I started working right after. I mean, in college, I, I worked as an RA, I worked as a waiter, I was like, I, I worked through college. And then my, maybe like a year after, I'd been working a couple of regional things, and then I went on tour with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, mm-hmm. and kind of has gone from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up lucking out into this job with The Greatest Showman. Um, this past year, you know, that and that little, that little amazing movie musical yeah. that like that that mega uh, hit, the mega hit, hit yeah. that it just doesn't stop. It's it's amazing. The response has been incredible, but the timing of how that happened with Frozen was unbelievable yeah. because quite the year, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because I w- I was still filming and Telsey had cast both. And they weren't calling me in because they knew that I was booked with the movie. Oh. And I, there was one day that was like canceled because one of the stars was, had a, a crazy allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. And my mother had flown in to try to see a day of filming. And my mother and her friend, um, so they came in and we were, I was like, well, let's see a show instead. Mm-hmm. So we went to Warpaint that mm-hmm. night and got like rush tickets. Yeah. And at the time, um, Chris Catelli was the choreographer mm-hmm. and they were in previews. And he was there, and he was like, how's filming going? And I was like, how do you know I'm filming? He was like, I've been trying to call you in for this project, um, and we haven't been able to call you in. And I was like, this is my last day. I can start going yeah. in as of this date. And the next morning, I had an appointment, and I first went in for Oaken, and then they, and then they called me, and they're like, would you be willing to understudy parts and be in the ensemble? I was like, yeah, of course. So I went through the whole ensemble process. Mm-hmm. We had that final call. How many auditions um, did you have? I think three full days. I had 12. Really? Wow. I had 12 days, but 12 auditions. Oh well, my I God. guess that's 12 days, yeah. So we finished the last day with the, like, with, there were like 12 men in for the ensemble mm-hmm. and like 12 women. And um, before I walked in, they gave me like a cold side for Poppy. And I did everything and sang a couple of songs and, and did all the material for at that time, Hans and Oaken, and I did probably quickly, and, and um, Michael was like, that was good, and I was like, thanks, and he was like, actually, that was great, I was like, thank you. Which is a big deal coming. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> so I left, and they called me on the street, and they said, can you come back? So I come back, and everybody, and we, it was one of those, like, amazing like, old-school yeah. stories, because uh-huh. we, were, we were auditioning at the New Amsterdam. Oh, so cool. In those Disney How studios. How did we miss each other? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. A different day? Because well, you, you were in for, with Rob, right? No. I booked oh. it before that, so we, made, we missed the no. Yeah. I but were you in the last lab? I was cast, but they didn't use swings. Oh, okay. So that's how. Because yeah. I was uh, my final day was the, the morning after the last lap. Wow. <clears throat> so I came back. I worked uh, the um, the material for like an hour and a half. I learned the song. Got two more sides. Um, they were like, "Okay, go have something to eat, and then you audition for for everybody." And I was like, "Okay." 
so I went and I was like overwhelmed and it was crazy and um, I came back and I um, auditioned the material for about an hour like worked with with Michael and the team and I left and I was like, I nailed that understudy. I'm getting that understudy. Yeah. <laughs> and they called me. Oh my like, gosh, Peggy Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. And they called me on like a, a week later and they were like, you, you got the role. And that's, what if, what if, did you poop your pants? I freaked out. <laughs> of course, I freaked out. Can you out. give us a reenactment? I mean, I basically <laughs> just cried. Like, I, I had flown out to LA. I was already starting pre-production for a, a job that I was starting in two days that I had to eventually pull out of. Because um, it overlapped with the beginning of Frozen rehearsals, it I just was so overwhelmed. I, I felt like Sutton Foster. Like it was like one of those amazing things. Yeah. That it just was um, one of those like everything falling into place. The timing couldn't have been more perfect for the experience, and I I felt like it was surreal and overwhelming. At the same time, I was like, somehow this feels right. This, yeah. Like, this worked out. Yeah. And that's, that's how we're here. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. Like, we, we always talk about right place, right time. And we, I think we forget all the kinds of factors, too. Because, like, you were probably more on the team's mind because they were if they were trying to bring you in and they couldn't, they were yeah. trying to, like, they were always going to be thinking about, okay, when can we get Tim in? When can we get Tim in? What's also interesting is, like, all the disappointment and jobs that I didn't get, thinking back on the timeline, like, I couldn't have gotten one of them, and mm-hmm. then also gotten this. That's what I was just uh, thinking. Yeah. I was like, that's part of the timing, is like, all those shows that you like, you know sometimes you are like, this one's going to happen, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't, and you're yeah. so sad, but it's meant to be, because that one's, you it, don't know what's yeah. down the docket for it you. It would have like, taken you away. Yeah, you yeah. can only connect, yeah. my friend says, you can only connect the dots going backwards. Yeah, totally. But like, in the moment, yeah. you're like, why didn't I get, mm-hmm. I remember in particular, there, I was up for Pippin, mm-hmm. and um, not the most recent Broadway, but like years ago, and I, I wanted it so bad and didn't get it and then ended up getting the All Shook Up Tour in- instead and it was so much better. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. it all makes sense Yeah, after later, the fact, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and the timing is divine but you just don't trust it sometimes and then sometimes you do. It's yeah. amazing. But it's always a Just try to trust it. That's, that's my lesson to, yeah. to be learned. Just try, try to trust yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And just, and know that whatever happens is an opportunity to grow and mm-hmm. that's the most, I think, the most important thing in life. Like, mm-hmm. whether you book it or you don't or whatever, you're going to grow. So and there, has to, be, there yeah. has to be an aspect of it that is that it, it's meant to be for you for whatever reason. That lesson, mm-hmm. yeah. Even if it's not, even if it doesn't end up being a, a job in theater. Like, if something else yeah. opens up and then, you, like, you have to trust. I've learned that I have to trust in something in the universe. And... Yeah. And it's easy to say. I always say it's like the Oprah effect. Like mm-hmm. when Oprah says that, it's like, well, of course Oprah can say that. Mm-hmm. You right. know, she's because Oprah. Yeah, she's yeah. Oprah. But on like a very small scale, like it's easy to say it after the fact. But like I'll just continue to say it. But it's true, and I think because sometimes I've, even some gigs are bigger, so it's easier to be like, oh, it was a movie or it was Frozen or Broadway. But other ones, I think you were meant. I was meant to get it to meet one person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. Or, and become a friends or. Or whatever it is, or you didn't get it because then you got some survival job that introduced you to somebody. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like it, yeah. you know, the lessons of your life are so much more than our career, mm-hmm. which we can tend to in this business mm-hmm. get so obsessive on, yeah. about that. But life is so much more fuller than that, and mm-hmm. the lessons are so much more full. Like, 
Isle, I'll say for the record, I'm very blessed that Frozen brought Tim into my life. Yeah. I think you're so lovely. Oh my god, I think the world of you. <laughs> you know, we don't get to see each other as much here, but when we were in Denver, we got to spend some. We did, we did. <laughs> and we just get each other. Yeah. On I'm a going mental to level. Denver in two weeks. My boyfriend's working at Arvada up there. Oh yeah. So I like, any it. like places that I have to go to see. Um, you guys were out there for a month? How long were you out there for? Three months. Yeah, we were out there for a while. Other than the obvious... Red Rocks? Places you need to visit. Yeah, yeah. Red Rocks, for sure. Red Rocks. Red Rocks. We saw Twister. Were you at Twister? Yeah. We went and saw Twister at the Red Rocks. Because they did, they did like a Sunday night a movie, movie or something, night. yeah. And, okay. and they had like blow up cows that we could throw around when they were like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But to be outside, like, so the Red Rocks, it's literally... There's so much beautiful stuff to do yeah, outside, but it's so glorious, these huge red rocks, and then you have this view of just vast amounts of land, and like the changing colors of the clouds, and so to be watching a movie about like natural disaster, as you can see it, you're yeah. almost like, is there going to be a twister in the distance? What, like, what, what, something had just happened, what was the natural disaster that had just... Well, there's just, all these fires. The, or the hurricanes. The hur- yeah. I mean, there's... Yeah. Like your so, eyes and it's another one. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them going on. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rioja is a great restaurant in Denver. Okay. Um, did you do Indian Hot Springs? Yeah. That's it's well, a fun we thing. Well, you guys got like so we, we did. We did. We did. We did Sulphur Hot Springs, which is a drive. Okay. <laughs> but that was a beautiful, amazing day. <laughs> yeah, an epic day. We had an epic day in so many ways. That was that solidified us. <laughs> yeah, it did. It really did. Um, it did. There's also you didn't come on this adventure. We we all went, a bunch of us went whitewater rafting. Oh yeah, that was that's that was great. epic. Yeah. There's an Indian hot springs which is closer, which is super cool. There's there's a place called Uptown Circus, and you can craft and drink. Oh, perfect. I love it. Like, you, literally, it's like a full bar, and then you can choose whatever art you want to do, whether it's jewelry or painting or whatever. And so that one was super fun in Maine downtown. The coolest one I did was in Breckenridge, which is near, which is this gorgeous community. There was this Airbnb that we stayed in overnight called, it was Boots B&B. And he was this, like, 80-year-old man who had built the house himself. And it looked like Gaudi-esque. Mm-hmm. And he was... The most fascinating man, he'd been in the war, he'd been a teacher, and he lived in part of it. And it was crazy, even like the part we stayed in had these little pods with like beds that you slept in like a pod. And then the whole ceiling was green and had flowers coming out. It was bizarre. On a river, and then he hangs out with you and tells you stories about his crazy life. Mm -hmm. That was one of the coolest. And we went like stand-up paddleboarding on a lake. You have to go hiking. Like Boulder is great. Like Mm -hmm. North Table Mountain is great. Okay. So much nature. I yeah, know, I love nature. Yeah, I just want to hug trees all day long, which yeah. is actually a fact. <laughs> it's hard to do in New York City. But if you need like a spa day, like <laughs> yes, and like a nature feeling spa day, like Indian Hot Springs, they have like amazing caves. But that's not outdoors. It's like a janky. It's like a. <laughs> There's a mud bath, but it's it's like a bucket with like. Chocolate milk. And you're like, like yeah. pour it on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's not... Like bobbing for apples trying to get, like, the money <laughs> Yeah, it's like the wilderness version of Ghost. It's, like, not what you thought it was going to be. Like, <laughs> that is true. But then, um, Sulphur Hot Springs, which was a drive. But, yeah, but a beautiful drive. And but outdoors and amazing. Yeah. And, like, all these different, like, natural from the ground, which is, like, so crazy that they're different, um, heats. Mm-hmm. Is that the right way to say it? Cool. Temperatures. Heats. Yeah. Heats. Um, so, sure. <laughs> this one's really cool. Oh, yeah. This one's like, uh, this one's so much heat. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um, but 
<laughs> that from nature, it's like different temperatures is just kind of mind boggling, and it inspires lovely conversation. Yeah, you're like outdoors. You know. Yeah, super picturesque. It's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Let's write it down. What show is he doing? Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So Very he's cool. playing George. So he's like really busy. But I'm I'm so trying to be gone. Be like right, I'm right. on vacation. So yeah. Be like be like bye. You have fun. Like go have fun on your line. There's so many like day trip adventures mm-hmm. worth going on. Mm-hmm. What was it like rehearsing like? Because you guys were in two different labs. Were you ever in the labs together? No, we ne- we neither of us did. No, we just did Denver. Okay, just Denver. Mm-hmm. So what was mm-hmm. like working on like the Denver show versus like the Broadway show? It was different. Yeah. You know, and I will admit you that. Re- but you rehearsed here in New York and then took it to, to Denver. Denver right? Yeah. We did a month in New York both times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. A month in, in the studio. In the studio. And then went there and went right into tech. And then same same this time that we had a month in the studio and then went into tech in mm-hmm. the theater here, but then it was like creating the whole show, which was a lot, and and then the second time around, the main the bare bones of the show stayed, there. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then there was a couple numbers that we kept um, working on to find the right fit. Yeah, I would say <laughs> at the the um, I don't know what the real reason behind the difference in the feeling of the rehearsal process was, but mm-hmm. I would say that this, the stakes became very clear when we came back in January. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody was very um, focused, and um, the mood just had shifted. And it is it, difficult for performers to come back into something after kind of taking ownership and doing their job and making it their own, and then to have things shift and become something else, mm-hmm. there's a, there is a sense of we're losing what we had and what we did, mm-hmm. um, which I think contributes to a, a feeling of frustration. Personally, like on my part, tra- changed a lot, and I had to deal with it a, a lot in that mm-hmm. process. Thank God I had a heads up, and I kind of dealt with a lot of it before going in. But it it kind of affected everybody, and I feel like that's natural on some level. That's mm-hmm. like, well, we did this and it worked. You know, it's a brand new Disney Broadway musical and coming from the biggest success of a um, animated film yeah. like oh, yeah. they need to get it right yeah. and yeah. Um, there are a lot of people whose career and lives and reputation are all on the line mm. and I think when we walked into in January it was like it's on it's on let's go yeah oh, wow. it was sure. different it was yeah it's just a People, some people don't believe in the power of energy, but it's so palpable. So palpable. And, you know, and it was like, luckily, we've had ups and downs and frustrations, but the beautiful thing was it was the same exact cast and and crew from Denver. Yeah, that's nice. So that was lovely that we have this little unit. So you already at least had the family established. So you were all in it together. And we know each other, we've been through this. And and then we'd have this three-month break. We all went and lived our best life. Yeah. And, um, you know, and to come back. So it was interesting. And I didn't, I remember the first day back, I I often like explode glitter when I'm really excited because mm-hmm. I get really excited. <laughs> and I literally was like, I'm excited to go back. But then I was like, ah! I'm so excited to see everyone. For, as a swing, because I'm a swing in the show, I've always wanted to know what it was like to originate a show. And originating a show as a swing is very hard. So oh, hard. Oh, good Lord. And like, 
<laughs> Gotta have your a resource re- handy. Your body reacts to stress in such weird ways. Like in, because in, in Denver, since it was all new, and there's 20 people in the ensemble alone. Frozen is a huge cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I cover everybody. The only people I don't cover is Anna and Elsa. You never know what the future may bring. That would be amazing. But I'm sure that, <laughs> but, um, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, You'd be a great one. Oh my god, I would die. Anyways! <laughs> universe! <laughs> um, it'd be like the first time in forever. I'd be so excited. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it changed. The creative team is amazing about creating a full number. Full number. And then being like, nope, let's do it again. Next day. You have day. to let it go. And you have to yeah. kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so true. And it is, an, it is a huge opportunity being a woman. I know, but it comes up all the time. Because it's so true. But when you're learning everyone, and then they and then they don't know it yet because everyone's learning it, and then it would literally be like, with the trains in New York, this is the second time around, people were constantly late because oh. of the trains. And if they were late, I would have two-minute warning. Like, so-and-so's not here, you're well. And I'm like, eh. you know, so you're just like, the work never stops. And I thought it would be easier coming back because the first time around was very stressful. And my I had digestive problems the whole time. <laughs> and um, just because the body takes stress. No, our body's really ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in Denver, what helped me actually was they have this amazing bike share. And I live so close to the theater. It was only $15 a month. I would run a bike every morning, and I'd, I'd ride my bike on the rivers, and I'd go find yoga studios or Pilates studios. Amazing. The outside. Right, yeah. So I had these beautiful, like, and I sometimes I'd meditate on the river. Like, I would have these, like, yogic amazing mornings, and then it was, like, stress and, like, living in the dark, writing everything down. And so I learned little tips, like, if I didn't have to watch a scene, I'd go into the lobby where there was sunlight. Oh, and yeah. I would And sure. suddenly my mood would change, because a month where I'm, I'm not even backstage, so I'm never in light. I'm just sitting in the house in darkness, mm-hmm. writing yeah. everything down. And there's a lot of moments. There's a moment where we're all in white and where the, the ensemble becomes the snowstorm. And then they, they run in circles and then hit a pile. And you're like, what? Like, how do I? How do you? I, yeah. And everyone's now, when they were in their normal clothes, you could tell, oh, I attached to Boo Head, uh-huh. which is so-and-so. Yeah. But like when they're all in white, you don't know who's who. And they don't know who's who. So you can be like, hey, Elliot, do you know who you touch in that moment? And you'd no, be like, right. no. Nah. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, so well, next time, can you actually look in the yeah. yeah. I would go home, the work never stopped. I'd, I'd do my morning and then I'd work all day, then I'd come up at night and drink wine and make more charts. But so when I came back, I was like, we've already done this, it's going to be easier. And then the numbers changed like every day. Yeah. Mm. But at least like we knew, the, I knew the world. Sure. And, and then, but the brain is truly amazing. There was days I had to go on for someone and there was a day I had to pop in for Bolda. Yeah. And I hadn't. At five o'clock, because she sadly got a um, stomach bug, and I'd been watching everyone else in the number but her. Literally, because it was yeah. crazy dancing in the background. So I'm watching everyone else, and then I didn't know she was sick. And they were like, suddenly she's gone, they're like, Alicia, can you pop in? And I was like, the nightmare of like, I haven't. If I look at someone once, I, I haven't. Sure. But I had it, and somehow I knew it. So the mm-hmm. brain is really amazing. Yeah. Like, it, it's so much more capable than you think it is, which yeah. is the beautiful thing about being a swing is like, you learn that lesson. Yeah, it's great. You grow so much as a human being. And like our team is very tight, that there's five of us, but I find that like you, you grow so much. And the fun thing about you going into that moment and what they found with the number is, is the, the same thing. It's like we, we do this together as a pair. And when you jumped in, it was like so much of this was just like a, a pair of, of us working together. Yeah. So we were safe if we were 
together. Interacting. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and he yeah. had my back, you had my back. So. so I would like run around you and yeah. it, it worked out great. Yeah. Because yeah. the next day, yeah, the next day she still wasn't back and then I had to do the, the yeah. only day we yeah. did the scene. It was the only day we yeah. rehearsed the scene. And you I did it for her. You, we, we re-blocked it. <laughs> we re-blocked it. And with then, you. And it was me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's what, that's what a lot of people don't realize, especially about putting together a new Broadway show, is that a lot of times it is like you're starting from, from scratch every mm-hmm. single day mm-hmm. with something. And you've, you've worked hours on something else that you have to let, let go. go. Yeah. Which is hard. Yeah. It's hard because like it, for anybody who takes pride in good. what they do, yeah. mm-hmm. it's difficult to do. But it is, it's all perspective because we get attached to, um, that's the other thing I noticed is this week I don't get a chance to get attached because I'm just learning everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're doing it, you get attached because you, you took the time, you created these moments, yeah. and then it's gone. And so it's like releasing this attachment yeah. and then moving on to the next, to the next. It's easy to feel personal. It's easy to, when it's not, but it's, but it's perspective of like, if you can, if you can flip it in the moment and be like, mm-hmm. they're just trying to make it the best it can be and take mm-hmm. the person yeah. personal out of it, which is so challenging. Yeah, how do you but that, but that, do that? But that's the most difficult balance of what we do is exactly. we are, the expectation is to bring all of ourselves into this and then at the same time, not it's not about us at all. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is, is, I don't know. I don't know how you come to terms with that. Well, I think, yeah, I don't know because, like I said, I haven't had the chance to take the time to really create it for myself. Yeah. But it, swinging and understanding, or I feel like you, since you don't, it, it's like um, the other thing is we get so attached to our moment. But when you see the beautiful thing for me is when I see the whole picture, it's it's never about us. Even when we get attached because it's about the the energy of the story mm-hmm. and how that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like if we always the bigger picture of the story, then it's easier to. You know, but it is, it's such this like fine balancing act, Yeah. but like, and, and I witness it because I watch it mm-hmm. and I see that what is seen and what is not. And when your only experience is doing it, it's, it's hard the to remember picture. the big picture. Yeah. It's like, like I do this, but does this, and it doesn't matter. It's not about on and else. It's not about anyone. It's about what the energy we create together. And I, I met these two kids the other day and I was explaining that, that I was like, it's not about on and else. It's not about, it's about everybody. It's about all the people in the wings. It's mm-hmm. about the orchestra. It's about the people, you know. It's about this energy that's created that makes it a difference. Yeah. But we yeah, that's so what that's what is the overarching feel that that comes across. Yeah, for sure. But, but everybody's personal yeah. energy is contributes to that. Mm-hmm. Which goes to life. It's like we all are so concerned with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know that we often. And then, you know, that that can be, like, the running thing. And then sometimes you go out of yourself and you see other things. So it's, like, a microcosm of learning about life and that. Mm-hmm. 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 There's, a, there's a zen-out balance to find that takes work. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. As a swing, it's been the kindest experience because Rob's whole team, Rob Asher was a swing. Sarah Gleeby, Charlie Williams, all swings. Mm-hmm. Our PSM, Lisa Don, used to dance and was a swing. A lot of people in the cast have swung or understudied in the ensemble. So I've never been so recognized as a swing or, or had people be so kind, which has been a really yeah. lovely yeah. experience. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's also just being being an original company or if it's Disney that like, or, or what that like, you know, 
everyone knows who I am. Like people are, they're just so mm. nice. And I, yeah. I, there's been times as this when you feel like the ugly stepchild that they're oh, like, Oh really? Oh yeah. Like, ugh, you know, or like, can you get off the stage? Like there was a day in rehearsal, all the swings were dancing in the back and Rob started walking up to us and I thought he was going to tell us to move because we're, because it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Don't be attached. But it's so hard to swing because you're like, how am I ever going to learn if I don't get to yeah. do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But often they're like, this isn't the picture we're going to see, so we need you to go to the side so we can visually see what we're going to see. So I, I was like, I kind of like got like weird and I was like, he's going to tell us to, to move to the side. Mm-hmm. And he went, no, 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 no. Why don't you guys stand on center? Because no one's there. Mm-hmm. And do it full out here, but then I can see my picture. Oh. And even that was just so nice. Yeah. yeah. To be like, no, I want you guys to do it full out. You need to. But... Just be somewhere symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't pull my eye, which is really nice. <laughs> well, you mentioned like the whole the whole Disney aspect of this, which we we can't ignore. Yeah. Um, we can't ignore the phenomenon that is Frozen and the fact that you guys are a part of something that's kind of like a pop culture sensation. It's like a huge kind of marker in in the past few years of pop culture. What has that been like to not only like kind of be a part of something like that, like the expectations on that and also like how people receive it you know because there's a fandom there's mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. families that um that love the story and it's a, important to these like young kids so what has your experience been with um that playing into this process um i mean i think that that the expectation and um this standard that they wanted to meet was was very very high going into it and mm-hmm. that that definitely affected our rehearsal process like we talked about um but then now that we've reached a point where we're performing it and mm-hmm. with with an audience um the response has been incredible mm-hmm. i mean i think you can feel that combination of we did something we we all did something really great mm-hmm. disney theatrical and our amazing creative team like did something really right in order to appeal to the fans of the movie and also make it a, a Broadway musical. Um, I think to really dive into how big of a cultural phenomenon this is, is like beyond my mental capacity sure. as, a, as an yeah. actor. Like if I ever like, if I ever sat back and was like thinking like, oh my God, this made, you know, billions of dollars or mm-hmm. a billion dollars for the studio. Yeah, what is that even? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's so beyond yeah. my capability and beyond my job requirement, really. Sure. So that it's easy to just to go in and be like, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is what my track is. This is what, the, what my job title is for this production. Um, and to do that day in and day out. There are certainly times when I'm like, this is unbelievable. Like, there's something totally, so much larger and bigger than, than, than us as people, than, than what's actually happening on that stage, that, that is, like, permanently connected to this title and to this mm-hmm. project. Um, that is surreal, and I'm super grateful for, because it, 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 it brings in a lot of people, and it's an honor to be a part of that kind of, that story and that world, even in the smallest but it's a lot yeah I mean what is it like when if you're out in the audience watching like you get to kind of really gauge a different kind of perspective um, in how people are taking it in it's amazing how people are taking it in and and how invested and how like there is a day that like the little girls come and 
they're like Anna like talking to oh, her yeah, it's I just know. like a story that and it is a beautiful story and I think and I love the message that it you know when they, we talked earlier about like this being so huge and it's interesting what are the main themes there's many themes that I, I see that was like that is so applicable to applicable to life is when you live your life fear based it doesn't go well Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all like it's very Elsa, yeah. Elsa yeah. is that and it's you know in a way that ice comes out of her but it's all because she's terrified but we live that way when mm-hmm. I make choices in fear it's never the right decision yeah. but when I make choices with love no matter what happens it's a powerful choice and it's gonna be wonderful mm-hmm. and and that's that F- choose love over fear and, and but having to learn the hard way which a lot of us have to do mm-hmm. you know um but I think in seeing people are so invested and, and I'll go out and I often will just watch them instead of, of um, what's going mm-hmm. on on stage and yeah. see the magic in people's eyes. And Disney has a way of creating magic and I think that they, they do have a way of like, and in, in the whole tech process, being out there and getting to know all, all the designers in a different way and the producers and creative team. And, and I will say it was so positive. Mm-hmm. Even though people were stressed out, there's, there's an energy above it that I feel, because I've been in a world that I don't want to speak bad of, but I've been in a show for a long time that was the opposite. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was very, and it was like a, a cloud of negativity everywhere, and that people were surviving. And I just feel the huge change in working for, for Disney and Frozen that is, is more positive. That, that I feel just from those two. Yeah. Big, and that was a big hit. Sure. That like so I've dealt with fandom and I've always I always feel like especially being a swing but a tiny grain of sand in this story mm-hmm. that like you know so sometimes I'll be like but I, you know people will freak out that I'm a part of it but then I remember because it's overwhelming the response the fandom people who I haven't seen since high school are reaching out to me yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know and at it, the first it could be like really you're reaching out to me now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like remember Sorry about it. Remember when you weren't nice to me in high school? There's been a couple of those. There's been a couple that I was like, You weren't even nice to me. But at the same time, I remember my intention was like, I'm honored that I'm a grain of sand in this huge beast, that people feel special because they know me. I thought you were gonna say beach. Because it was I, sand. Well, I want to be in a beach. I'll, beast beach. Beast beach. I want to be in a beast beach. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a mermaid, which is a whole other thing. <laughs> um, but, but, like, you know, if, if these people that I barely know or friends know or whatever, like, I can easily get overwhelmed by it. But then I have to remember my intention of, like, there's a special thing about this show, about this story that people really connect to. And to know someone who's a part of it makes them feel even more connected to this thing. And I'm... I'm honored to be the the string that connects yeah. them, mm-hmm. you know. And I have to remind myself of that when a lot of people reach out and I get overwhelmed. But remember that, like, that's a beautiful thing. And if that's why I'm here, then that's lovely. There's also yeah. something unique about Frozen in the umbrella of Disney theatrical is that they fast tracked it. Yeah, it's the only oh, movie totally. that came yeah. out like very recently. Yeah, came out recently, and then the Broadway musical exists while the fans are still kids. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. doesn't exist for Lion King or, or Aladdin or, or Tarzan. Sure. And it's something that, that I had to learn and, and, um, and understand that like yeah. these, the fans of that Disney theatrical has to appeal to actually have to be from age five yeah. 
to 85. And, you know, yeah. like the, the Aren't spectrum necessarily the ticket is, buyer either. Yeah. The yeah. spectrum is so much larger than any other Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. They do that beautifully. They, they balance it out that appeal yeah. really well. Disney has always done that really well. Sometimes as an adult performer, it, it can, there's a rub in that feeling. Sure. It's not. You feel like I'm doing a kid's show. Yeah. You don't want, you know, you don't want to feel like you're doing, yeah. you know, I always say Blue's Clues, the musical. You right. Know? Jokingly, one yeah. easily, easily. Yeah. Um, I think the, the more accessible thing to do is like you. You don't want to feel like you're doing a theme park show if you're doing a Broadway show. Right, right. So, but and we don't. No, and that's what I'll say is like. And I saw the show. I I got, have got. I got to see the show. Sorry, everyone. Hey. Uh, hey. But I bought. Hey. I, did, yeah, yeah, I bought my tickets ahead of time, so. I was there. But you did. You won the lottery. Oh my god. But I like covered in snow. I just loved, <laughs> I loved, like, I loved, like, the balance of, like, I was like, this is a big Broadway show, I love it, but there was also those moments where I was like, oh, how nice to take the moment and, like, have a simplistic moment that focuses on story mm-hmm. and character. I was like, that is something that maybe I wasn't expecting, that I came out the other side being like, oh, this, I forget that Disney is very successful at this kind of thing, yeah. and knows exactly how to appeal to a lot of different people. Well, I think they tried to push the boundaries with this, too, because there's always going to be the people that want exactly the movie. Totally. Yeah, but that's at the theme park. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is not that. We want to make it more mature, because we want the kids, but we also want it to be more mature. Mm-hmm. We want to take these moments. And I know I've, I've read a lot of stuff that people are having issues with Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, like, on some boards, some women are like, how, you know. Why are you reading those? I didn't read them. So my mom <laughs> told me. My mom. 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 My mom no. was like, "Don't text me now." I'm like, and I'm like, whatever. Um, but how they're like, I can't believe Disney's doing a show where someone's contemplating suicide. You know, because it, it lightly goes. You know, she asks herself this question: If I was gone, would the world be better? But then it's like, no. But it's this epic struggle that she's going through. But then people don't doubt that a guy wants to kill her. You yeah. know, like, you know, oh, yeah. you know what Let's I mean? talk like, about, like, Lion King, though, where someone's family member literally kills their own yeah, blood. Like, yeah. like, Disney stories are always, like, inherently dark. They have a darkness. They're, they're yeah. inherently Shakespeare. That's what, like, exactly. Yeah. That's what the stories are. You that's why they're appealing is because yeah. you have to, and that's why they're, like, morality tales, or that's why they're meant to, like, help children learn kind yes, of, like, yes. these lessons is because you have to have that darkness in order to, like, mm-hmm. present. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think, and it's got to be harder for them because we look at it on our level, but then there's a the higher level. I'm sure if you're a director and if you're a producer mm-hmm. and if you're running, you know, a corporation, that, a corporation yeah. that, and it makes sense. They're very, they have a lot of um, stakes on it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the the Disney image. It's so yeah. huge, but that you're gonna and like even Huga, which is another oh, on the yeah. show, which so is brand new, good, mm-hmm. you know. That there's a little moment that there's some skin, which is like the most... A little moment. I don't wear anything in this show. There's a little moment called abs. (laughs) Otherwise known as Tim Hughes. (laughs) Um, But they're showing a lot of skin. They're showing a lot of Tim. Yeah. (laughs) They show show a lot, yeah. And and the other one, we're wearing unitards, but it looks like we're naked. But, um, But that they're pushing this envelope, which is new, to have a principal who's shirtless the whole time, to have... Other people, you know, mm-hmm. it's actually not it. so new. I mean, look at Aladdin. That's He's a little bit and Lion King. Yeah, but not but uh, all, oh, all those dancers, Lion yeah. King, like mm-hmm. they're they're they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know? they it's part of the balance. They know what they're doing. You want to hit 
have Tim shirtless. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Come to the show and you won't be sad. <laughs> you also see Tim's tail. That's yeah. true. So, and that's and not a metaphor. And that's <laughs> <laughs> Long hours of tech when Tim was on stage was really fun for me. <laughs> well, oh, on that note, I'm going to move into uh, this week's Frozen edition of Merch Madness. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So when I saw Frozen, which P.S. I loved. Loved it. So good. I got covered in... In snow. In snow. I got covered in snow. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, I also have to say, like, I I've had several cocktails, and when I when I do, I love to buy my merch. Novelty guy. <laughs> so, um, this is a special frozen edition of this week's merch madness. We're gonna start with um, the shirt because oh, yeah. that's what I usually get. Mm-hmm. So, this is the this is the logo shirt for yeah. Frozen. So it's a dark navy. It's a really pretty navy. Yeah. Um. And it has one like arm, I guess, of the snowflake, with the two sisters' faces. I think faces, that's called a fractal. Silhouettes. Isn't that what it is? Is it a frozen fractal? I think so. So it has Elsa at the bottom, and then um, two faces next to each other, and it looks like a snowflake. And at the bottom, it says "Frozen: The Broadway Musical." Uh, this is a cute shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Uh, I like it. It's long. I was supposed to say it looks long. It's a little long for me just because I'm short. So it hits a little long for me. I like my shirts to hit a little shorter. But I do like the shirt. Um, And I will say I saw the show in previews. So I feel like as the run progresses, the merchandise will just continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, But I do enjoy the shirt. Mm -hmm. The second piece of merchandise I got that night, and this is all to say that there is a piece of merchandise at Frozen that would win this week's Merch Madness. But it was a sweatshirt, and it was really expensive. Budget. So yeah. I couldn't get it at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I do plan to get it at some point. Yeah. But it's a Hugo t-shirt. Hugo. A, H- a Hugo, like, sweatshirt, which mm-hmm. was adorable. Um, and that's my favorite. But I couldn't get it at that time, so Onward. it's just a disclaimer. So this is, uh, this is a travel coffee mug, mm-hmm. which is very cute. It's white, and it has a, a, a navy lid. And the um, the pattern on it looks like a white sweater. It's, I wore a white looks, sweater like that yesterday. Yes, you did. It mm-hmm. looks like an embroidered white sweater. 
And they're called fi- they're like fisherman sweaters. That's what yeah. I call them. Yeah. And it says in a little circle, um, I like warm hugs, and you have Olaf peeking out the bottom of the circle, mm-hmm. which is cute. What I like about this is that um, I can take the I can like use this as my travel coffee mug and not get like clocked for having a frozen yeah. coffee mug. Uh-huh. Like it just kind of like looks white. Like the I like warm hugs is in white. It's the same color as the whole thing. So it's not, like, overtly nerdy, Mm -hmm. which I like about it. And I have to say, for utility alone... It's cool. Like, that lid keeps swiveling. Yeah, this this mug is the winner of this week's March Madness. Oh, yeah, I agree. Because I can take it with me. I've already used it a bunch. I take my, like, morning coffee with me on the go. Mm -hmm. I like the swivel mechanism. That's a different, like, mechanism in a coffee mug that I haven't seen before. Um, And I really like it. So, uh, yeah, this mug is the winner of this week's... Frozen. You be mad. Madness. Hey. <laughs> Honey. Uh, Caleb, it's game time. It is game time. Oh, gosh. It's a two-parter. We were going for the first round for... I hope you guys know your Disney quotes. Oh, uh, okay. I love games. I'll do my best. We'll see if this if this bombs. Or <laughs> Am I playing too, or is it just... Please play. You mean, yeah, play it. But like, if you feel like okay. you're winning a lot... I feel like you're going to We this. can pull back. Okay. okay. I probably know my Disney quotes. I'm sure okay. you Yeah, do. so I'm going to say the quote. You guys say the movie, and you get extra points if you know the character who said it. Okay. okay. Wait, do we go ding ding, or do we just shout it out? We just raise our hands. <laughs> it's an audio medium, so should we say, like... Should we say, Higa! 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 and, like, raise your hands. Okay, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. See and then I'll be like, okay. oh, you. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Set. Infinity and beyond. Yeah! Oh, oh, you have two hands over okay. <laughs> Um, It's Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. Yes. Drink! Everyone else drink. Yeah, Did, is that Always. Pixar, though? Is that Disney? What? I think that's Pixar. Disney Pixar. Pixar. Oh. It, was it was before the they were separate. Oh. It was before <laughs> they were separate. You were just trying to steal my point. Gonna, I just need to open up that, that part of my brain now. So Pixar brain's open. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, the Lion King, and it's uh, Timon says it first. Oh, first. Oh. Yeah. Are you sure? They all Is say that your it. Yeah. 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 He say goes, it. Hakuna Matata. You're so yeah. right. You're yes. so right. Yeah. Oh, what a wonderful phrase. Okay, everyone else take a drink, I guess. Oh, I have a small. I had to teach Hakuna Matata to a group of like. 30 Chinese children who didn't speak English and their um, their chaperones wouldn't translate because they were supposed to be on an immersion trip and I am not an English teacher. So that was uh, wow, that was an you. interesting yeah. word. Fun fact, teaching the uh, children. Hakuna Matata was also my safe word when I was eating edibles in Denver. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. When I was in high school, I had a letterman's jacket from being on the dance team. And on the back, I had... Um, Decorated it with Timon dancing in the hula skirt. Yeah. And it says, when he, he had this moment in the movie where he danced in a hula skirt. Yeah. So it's Timon in a hula skirt, and it said, Let the beat control your feet. Dance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still have it? Was that also your away message on AOL? Yeah. Messenger? Did you put that in people's yearbooks? <laughs> Probably. Amazing. That's so bad. <laughs> Okay, next. Okay, I'm a damsel. I'm in distress. I can handle this. Have a nice day. Okay. Um, uh, oh god, it's Hercules. Oh my god, I didn't know. Um, and it's Meg. Yes, yes. yes. Great I have it. Okay, everyone else take no, a step. Okay, okay, bye. This one's obscure. Once a wildcat, always a wildcat. Uh, here! Yeah. <laughs> High School Musical. No way. Two, three, Which senior one? year. Is that your Which one is it? I'm gonna, it's gotta it be two. It sounds really bad, so it's gotta be three. It's three. <laughs> 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 what do you know? 
know what character said it. Oh my god. Troy. That's Troy. I've never seen any of those. I just got into the Descendants. Oh. Oh, but my niece is so into it. I I mean, they're great. great. I was going to guess Aristocats, but I guess that was wrong. I was going to guess. (laughs) (laughs) Two more, two more. Sometimes the right path is not the easiest path. Damn. Is that the easiest one? Damn, I gave you the wrong quote. Damn, Take two. Disney. Can you say that again, please? <laughs> Sometimes the right path is not the easiest one. Do we? Can we get like a another hint? Very earthy. <laughs> Pocahontas. Yeah, who said it? Oh God, the tree. Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, really well done. Yeah, that's good. Happily. I used to wait. I used to. We thought we were native. This is a. It's another fun fact. I grew up my whole life thinking I was Native American. That I, I learned I was Cherokee, Delaware, and Kiowa Indian. My cousin even got a scholarship. Hey! And we just went out at Christmas. We did genetic testing. We're not. We're not. <laughs> so jokes on you, college. The they gave that I was so connected to Pocahontas in the movie. I was like, sure. I, well, that doesn't I'm take anything American. away from no. that. You can yeah. still be connected. You're to You're basically what's her face in Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Jenna. Jenna. Like, yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. no, that's Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, Last question before we move on to the next one. Okay, okay right. here we go. Okay, sorry. I was hiding under your porch because I love you. You got it! Up. Yes. Oh, God, what's that boy's name? Boy Scout. Um, He's fat. Oh, <laughs> that helps. Um, oh, shit. Um, Marvin, no. Alex, no. Snelson. No. It's nerdy. Here's the problem. I don't know if it was the dog or if it was the boy. I feel like it was the boy. Is it the boy or the dog? Oh no, it was the dog. What's the dog's name? I know it's not Kevin because Kevin's the bird. Kevin is. That's so funny that Kevin's a girl. Kevin's a girl. Yeah. I love that movie. Let's, let's but give it. Wow, that's yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Talk about that, we nailed that. Yeah, okay. we, I think we all did really well. Let's yeah. let's drink because yeah. we all won. Yes. Cheers. 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 I was all over the mic. I was hiding under the porch because I love you. My last date said that. It was definitely the dog. Yeah, because it now makes absolutely zero sense that the boy was there. Yeah, he was. But he was hiding. But he would he would do the door, and then the old man was like, "He's so cute." He's like, "I'm happy. Can you help me get my dad?" All right, all right. What's his name? This is like Frozen themed questions. Okay, okay. Ice skating, skiing, tubing, or making snow angels. Which one do you prefer? Ice skating, skiing, tubing, or making snow angels? Wait, wait. Do we say like gut reaction? Yeah. Yeah. Snow angels. (laughs) Oh, ice skating. Oh, okay. Okay. Sarah Hughes is not related to me, but I often pretended that she was because we had the same last name. Can you do churros? I love it. I try to do that, but because the center of gravity is different, I always teach it. I always like, as the youngest brother, like I always got hand me downs, and my brothers had hockey skates, and one of the best Christmases ever was when I got. Figure skates. I got black leather figure skates. Beautiful. Oh Good my races. god! It started my career. <gasps> in the Olympics. The grace. Are. No, the grace. Here you are. The grace. Frozen. Frozen. Okay, onward. Favorite snow cone flavor. <gasps> that reaction. Strawberry. Oh. Raspberry. Cherry. I was, but let me say strawberry. To make Mine is. I have to answer this one too. Okay. Answer it. Wait, I have a different okay. one. Okay, there's shimmers in Oklahoma City. They're the best. It's the best. 
Um, they're, it's like their Lucky Charms one where it tastes like marshmallow oh, wow. and cereal oh, and it's so good yeah. and they put gummy bears in it. That's yes. possible? It's so good. Yeah, we it have is, a snow cone. Shimmers is I'm the best. California. Shout out to Shimmers. We didn't have that stuff there, man. Shout out to snow cone? Shimmers. I did not grow up eating snow cones. Oh. Oh, I, don't, I don't have a lot of experience. Tiger's blood yeah. is my favorite. Or wedding cake. Wait, you're getting like exist? expert level flavor. Well, we, Shimmers guys, had I really good I don't even know that this exists. No, like Tiger's shaved blood? ice? Tiger's blood. Tiger's blood is like red. Hawaiian ice? No, yes. Yeah, but I had like this, like the strawberry juice. You have the one all the same, but it's like, what do you call stick it? And you're like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, ours was like, yeah. When they had the color in their Oh, wow, oh, wow. Now, in Hawaii, do they actually have Hawaiian ice? Yeah. Like, is it like supposed There's to be There's a the super best? famous one. In Haleiwa, so if you go, my parents live in Oahu, and if you go to the North Shore, there's like there's like three highways. There's one main one that you go by the Dole Pineapple Plantation, and they have this Dole Whip that's oh, incredible. Dole Whip. Dole Whip, and, and they also only like, sell it isn't there. Disney also famous for their Dole something. Dole Whip, they sell it at Disneyland now. Yeah, but it's they it's from this. It's like yeah, this Hawaiian thing that like it's only sold at Disneyland and in Hawaii. There's like one guy in a boat like every yeah, day. Yeah, he's yeah. really sad. Oh, God. No. He's so happy. He's going to Disneyland. <laughs> he's a great yeah. job. He's right. But um, then you go a little, uh, you go a little more north on the way to the North Shore with those amazing waves if you're a surfer. But um, and they have Haleiwa, which is this cute little town, and they have a really famous shaved ice place that like Barack Obama likes to go to. Thanks, so the last Barack. time I was in Haleiwa in the three months off in between before I went to Broadway, but the line was so long I didn't go because mm. now everyone knows about it. It's yeah. like famous Hawaiian shaved ice. So good, I love that. So I have no clue about it, but next time I go, you know what I'm gonna do? You're gonna shaved ice, Tiger's hey. blood, something delicious. When summer finally does come, what are you excited for? The beach. Oh my gosh, the beach! Which beach do you guys go to? Oh my god, around here? Like, I don't, to be honest. <laughs> like, I need to go I will away. Take you I will don't take, take you. the A train down to Coney Island? I right, 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 right. Yeah. right. If you live here, I'm taking you I've actually, summer. I've been to Jones. Howard Beach is where I go. There's well, a, yeah, there's a gay Jones portion Beach. of Howard Beach that's cute. On the shore, um, on the Jersey Shore, uh, my ex-boyfriend and I used to always go to Ocean Grove, which is this beautiful town next to Asbury Park, and it's like all Victorian houses with the wraparound porches oh, yeah. and rocking chairs, mm-hmm. and they have a, an ice cream shop, and this main street, and it's so charming. I, I'm totally lying. My birthday, I totally I'm go going. to, my, my, my boyfriend's family lives in Seagirt. Seagirt, yeah. yeah. I go to Seagirt's that beach. Yeah. That one That's makes me laugh, because Seagirt's just a funny name. It makes me think of like, like Well, it's also a little like too it, close to like, girth, Seagirt? Like Seagirt? Or it makes me think of like, Sea cucumbers, like if you step on it, it makes the, the farting sound. Oh, it's, anyways. That's, that's a Hawaiian thing. <laughs> Ocean yoke. Okay. Cool. <laughs> hat, scarf, or gloves? You have to choose scarf. one. Scarf. Hat. Oh, hat. Oh my gosh, but you oh. can do so much more. You, can, you can use a Don't hat as a twice. scarf. <laughs> I know, you're right. Okay. I'm defending mine, not judging yours. Okay. So, <laughs> Elsa takes over the North Mountain. Name as many mountains as you can in 10 seconds. What? Um, the Not Pyrenees, the um, Rocky, mountains? Himalayan, Appalachian Cat-cat. Mountains. Yes, that one too. Um, um, the Rockies, the, do we uh, say that? Mount Olympus, Helena, is that like Colorado? in Colorado? Did you name those? Denver Rockies, Rockies yeah. Okay. I said that. Yeah. Good. Shit, that was hard. Okay. Thanks, listeners, for hanging in. You shouldn't drink and talk about mountains. <laughs> Wait, what's the one in Nepal? What are those? The Himalayan. The Andes. Oh, did we say that? Oh, Himalayan. We did. Okay. Yeah. Andes? We didn't say the Andes. Did anyone say Everest? No. Did you say Mount Helen? All right. Well, I, that's what I was looking for. See, I they're said they're judging Helena. us okay. for the mountains we didn't um, say. But you said Olympus. I appreciate that. So I did. first. Yeah. I was like, we did. Yeah. So we're jumping from Frozen over to the Greatest Showman. Oh yeah. This is me. Um, a theater great you look up to and you would give them the Greatest Showman Award. 
or it doesn't have to be a man too. I would say the greatest, greatest show, show human. Yeah, show man as, the, as in the man, human race. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, somebody I look up to. Um, and I'll give them the award. Um, it could be living or dead. Yeah, it's just your icon, your legend that you look up to. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like I couldn't just give it to one, but like yeah. the one that I have to honor is Tommy Toon. Like he paved sure. a path that I did not know existed. You know what I mean? Like that woods was thick and wild and I'm talking about a forest. And like And he just like, you know, he he paved a way that was that was unpaved and uncharted territory. And and as a tall young boy growing up to have anybody representation is so important and have anybody have done it before really helped. So like I of course look up to him. Um which is, I think, another thing that Frozen is doing really brilliantly. Lots of amazing representation. Amazing! Yeah. In, in your cast. It was the most beautiful. I was so honored to be I part of the I company. I wish I could have been there to see Aisha go on. I have, oh, yeah. I have a mixed race nieces who were super. My sister and my nieces were so moved. You know, they're 10 years old and 7 years old. Like, it, there's a difficult balance. For them that they're in right now, like mm -hmm. balancing the the race of their mother and father, and identifying with both, and to have for them to be able to see both races represented as one princess mm -hmm. in the Disney production, like it was the most brilliant thing Disney could have done. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, really. They is. proactively and that we're not it, not acknowledging it. It just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is, and they're Even not the apologizing for it. Like they're I not know. getting a young girl to play. Young Anna, yeah. who's black, when even, Aisha goes on. Yeah. Which, which yeah. you don't even realize in the beginning, because the mother and father, you know, are black Anne is Asian, mm -hmm. and, you know, James Brown is black. And so it's already starting, but we're so used to it that we're not even seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And what we don't acknowledge is Alyssa Fox, who is Elsa, is half Japanese. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like... Which is all just a part of this it's so amazing, amazing thing that Disney accomplished. And there was a day when Aisha was on, and I even think of my brother's on a second marriage, and his second wife is beautiful, and she's African-American, and her, they're all coming in June, and I want them to see Patty because she's amazing, but if, if they saw Aisha for their first Broadway yeah. show, then to see a Disney princess, yeah, it's, it's the amazing. same color as them. It's going to be just as just much, like, yeah. You know, would be... Yeah, but that's so something cool. that uh, I think Disney has always done a great job of. I mean, I look back to, like, that like ABC Family Cinderella that was oh my god right so oh, iconic yeah. and like just all all races and it was not a conversation it was just was what it was they, yeah. their colorblind casting is at its finest it really they, is. It's, they do it um, really thoughtfully and really effectively mm -hmm. um, that's the question you asked yeah, I think, I I think for me it's um, any for me I have, I have such a huge connection to uh, storytellers of true dance and singing so triple threats like you know the women out there that were like because there's times when you can really really dance that people don't think you can sing and and um and that's always been my goal people are like what role do you want to do someday and i'm like it besides like i've played cassie like yeah. you know like um that kind of thing that really i would get to dance my butt off and sing so people liked on the and bb newworth and I'm Gwen Verdon, like these cheetah, cheetah, yeah. and you know, cheetah's still dancing. Yeah, like, what an inspiration! Like that, that my whole goal that I want to dance till I'm not on this plane anymore. You yeah. know, and that cheetah is doing that with hip replacement surgery yeah. and still showing up. You know, like that's who I want to be. I want to be someone who is like doing all the forms of what I do yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. And she does that, and it's beautiful. Wow, and to people seeing 
Frozen audiences, you guys are electrifying eight times a week. <laughs> you will become those people to, <laughs> to young theater enthusiasts out there. It's a great responsibility. That's that's a very humbling statement. That's that's amazing yeah. to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for coming and joining yeah. us on Equity One. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Where can people find you on social media if they want to follow your adventures? Um, on Instagram, I'm Timothy R. Hughes. I think I'm not on Twitter, but I'm not so good at Twitter. I'm better at Instagram. I'm horrible at Who's good at Twitter? I know. Oh, Who's good at, well, I'm not because I called not you president. <laughs> I was like, do you tweet or that? And I obviously don't do it. I was like, yeah. That's not. But I'm Alicia Albright on Instagram. And yeah, please follow me and yeah, follow my adventures, follow our adventures. And, and come say hi at the Sage Door. Yeah. I mean, yes. people are amazing and, and the support is um, is overwhelming. And I, like, I don't take it for granted at, at any day. Love that. It's great. Caleb? Uh, you can find me at Caleb Dickey on everything. And you, Elliot? You can find me at Elliot Maddox on everything. You can find our show on Instagram and Facebook at Equity One Podcast. And one. Yes. And on Twitter at Equity One underscore. Uh, please send us emails with thoughts at EquityOnePodcast at gmail.com. Make them hot. And, <laughs> and if you have a minute, please... Uh, rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. It makes a big difference to us. It takes a minute out of your day, but makes a huge difference for us. So please do that. It helps us reach people who might be interested in what we are doing over here at Equity One. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Until next time, folks. Cheers. 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 Never bothered us. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.